Hi, this is Anna, and this is Check It at the Round Table, where we discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. Today we are discussing Tan Han Chamati, the Thai BL drama series that was recently released, and its final episode premiered today. This series was by GMM TV. Okay, peeps, as many of you know who have listened to the previous podcast, Anna was extremely unpleased with episodes one through eight of the series. I mean, they were absolutely dreadful episodes, in my personal opinion, for multiple reasons that I'm not really going to go into, except mainly I didn't like that they added things that were not in the original book for Chan Han Chanati, from the homophobic dad of Tan Han's to Tan Han's apparent homophobia in the early episodes, to the adult massage therapist content, to the call girl, Miriam. I mean, there was so much that they did not need to put in here, especially also the rape almost of Chamati that was not in the book and the really sick, mentally problematic girlfriend named Amp, who was Tan Han's ex-girlfriend. None of that was in the original book, Tan Han Chanlati. Now, I've not actually read the book. I've simply listened to reviews on the book, and that was not in the book. So I'm really kind of confused as to why GMMTV decided to even add any of that to Tan Han Chanlati. Because quite frankly, in my personal opinion, one of the reasons that I really enjoy BL drama is number one, it usually involves two rather rational characters. And number two, I could sit down and watch it with my kids without having to skip anything. And I can honestly say, Tan Han Chanlati, I wouldn't even watch with my teenagers because it's just not appropriate, number one. And number two, I don't like the message it sends out. I don't like the homophobia. I don't like the treating people poorly and devaluing their worth through call girls and massage therapists that really aren't massage therapists. I mean, there's just so much wrong with that that I could go into, but I'm not. And like, why do we have to have toxic ex-girlfriends and almost rapes of lead characters? This isn't necessary, and it really didn't add to the story at all. In many ways, it was what made me almost decide not to finish the series. And that's quite a pity because actually episodes 9 and 10 were really quite good. I really enjoyed episodes 9 and 10. And I would sit down and watch those with my kids, no problem. But the ones leading up to it, I almost threw out the baby with the bathwater and that was like, this is annoying. This is just, this is wrong on so many different levels. And, you know, I was really looking forward to this series, so when it came out and I found that, you know, episode one kind of sucked, episode two, three, four, five, six, I kept thinking, is this really ever going to get better? And yeah, episode nine and ten were great. But at the end of the day, I don't really know why TV did that. I don't know what led them to, you know, make this that way in ways that I really don't think other people who watch BL would be pleased with either. Just from what I've seen from the BL community, I don't think it's something that they would enjoy as well. So this is just kind of a weird one. This is kind of like, why are you? Except why are you? I wouldn't not watch because, you know, of anything except Cyan Zon were so annoying. And then also all the sound effects. 
and there was some adult romantical moments. I'm like, we really don't need to put that in there. I really like the character of Tudor and Fighter. Thought they were super cool. But, you know, at the end of the day, why are you as one of those that, again, I wouldn't rewatch. I probably wouldn't even go rewatch an episode. Although I have to say, Tudor's idea of vacations was absolutely hilarious. Because, and again, this is a segue, but Tudor's idea of vacation is I go to the hotel. I nap. I get up. I eat food. I go nap in a hammock. I do this for two days. And I'm going, this is so like what I would do when I'm on vacation because days to adjust. This is why you need a really long vacation to enjoy the fact that you need to eat and nap for quite a while. But anyway, so why are you is kind of like this one in I wouldn't rewatch these, except I will probably put 9 and 10 in a special watch folder because I really enjoyed the storyline of those episodes. But the whole series, I'm going, nah, nada. I am really looking forward to, I believe it's GMMTV is putting out the new one that comes out on the 29th. It's called A Thousand Stars. It premieres that day. That one looks very interesting. It's basically about um, a person who... The woman dies, her heart is transplanted into another individual, and that person goes to teach at the school that the woman who died taught at and ends up ending up with the person, the soldier, who was that woman's fiancé. Kind of basically a segue of a completed tale. And that one looks very fascinating. There is a really cool music video called Constellation on YouTube right now. If anyone wants to go check it out, super cool. Love the segues they did in that. Except I really wish they wouldn't put like the um, the tie preview with the tie words. Think we could have left that out with maybe making it a little more awesome. But anyway, it was a really cool, unique idea. But... I'm not very impressed with the GMMTV ones. I believe they're the ones, maybe, I could be wrong, who came out with Together. And I watched that first series. I was just, I was like, this was supposed to be stupendous. And really, it wasn't that stupendous. I mean, love Sarawat. Thought he was a really interesting, complicated character. But not really that cool of a series overall. And I really don't like how we kind of dehumanized, um the more effeminate gay, as in green. We made him kind of a mockery, kind of a joke, and I didn't like that kind of thing. I don't like, you know, making people feel bad in any way, but certainly not the way that they kind of portrayed green. Yeah, he was kind of a weird character, but they really went over the top with him and how they made fun of him and kind of mocked him, etc. Just didn't like that. But, you know, I'm not very impressed with GMMTV. I don't think we need to be doing this kind of material. I don't think we need to be, you know, trying to make people have more trouble than is necessary. And I really don't get why we had to make this for like a more adult audience. I mean, really, it wasn't necessary. It wasn't in the book. It wasn't, you know, it did not add to the storyline or the plot. It just maybe really just kind of detracted and went on these rabbit hole trails. But overall, I would not even rate this series. I would not even give it a one because I felt so strongly that the extra material was not adding to the plot, but rather detracting majorly because it caused so many character issues within the characters, mainly within Tan Han and also slightly within... Um, I and I, um, really Chan Lati's character wasn't affected, but the 
the character of Tanhan would have been much more likable if we hadn't added those things in, if he hadn't have been kind of a womanizer, and if he hadn't have been going and seeing call girls. I mean, he would have been much more likable. As it was, you're going, well, I hope it works out with Chanlati, but he's, yeah, doing that kind of thing. And, you know, at the end of the day, I just really wasn't impressed. I do have to say they really pulled a rabbit out of their hat with episode 9, and they also really pulled a rabbit out of their hat with episode 10, and those are cool episodes. I also love how in episode 10, we actually find out that Tan Han liked Chanlati as a kid too. He just didn't say it, and he fought it his whole life. Um, this was not extremely believable, though, from a simply linear standpoint because of the whole call girl thing but anyway but I did enjoy how they ended this I thought they did a great job and I loved how they integrated children into the story as well and how they showed how a couple could have children etc that you know most BLs aren't talking about most BLs don't really discuss that and most don't have children integrated I'm really looking forward to seeing there's a series I just started it's a mini series called ingredients and I love how one of the characters has his younger brother I believe come and stay with him he's just a baby and how they basically are kind of considering what would it be like if we did have a kid in our home and I really like the integration of those questions. That is a great thing to put into stories, whether you're talking about BL drama, whether you're talking about regular drama. We don't see a lot of dramas that feature a lot of kids predominantly, unless we're talking about family-friendly films, like, you know, feature films for families or something like that. But where we highlight how families are united and how they contain all age groups and how that adds to the situation, not detracts from it. And I really liked how they did that in this series at the end of the show. Now, we don't know how it worked out because the baby hasn't been born yet. We don't know how they're going to integrate it, but we do know that that child is going to be a part of their lives and that they're going to be parents of that child. And that's pretty cool. I think the only other shows I've seen that are BL that incorporate that or I've, I've heard about would be ingredients where they're kind of thinking about that, although they really don't talk about that in the series from what I understand. But also the series Love Life on the Line, I'm sorry, History 2, Right or Wrong, discusses that because Yezi, or not Yezi, what's her name? Yo-Yo, Yo-Yo is the girl, is the one character's daughter and he ends up with Zhao Fei and how those two integrate that wonderful awesome kid into their lives and their relationship. Also Love Life on the Line dis discusses momentarily the fact that the one mother is ecstatic because she's like well you guys could get married and you guys could adopt a kid if you want and I really like how they bring that up in the series. I really wish they would have played that out in Love Life and the Light, I thought it was very interesting. Someone else put in the comments on Vicky Rukatan, I believe, how they felt kind of bad that they didn't show, you know, that part of the story played out. We basically close with those two characters just kind of napping on their living room floor. But it would have been interesting to incorporate the children into that storyline because that was really kind of what drove those two characters apart when you think about it was exactly the situation that was in Tanhan Chanlati, the desire of the Akira's parents that he have a child and they have a grandchild. And 
Akira not thinking that was possible with his relationship with Yuki. And that is what broke apart their um, relationship for 10 years. And at the end of the day, that wasn't really what needed to break up a relationship. It would have been really interesting if we would have integrated into that. You know, they could have had a kid. They could have adopted a kid. They could have had a surrogate. You know, there are many options available. So I really did like that part of Tanhan Chan team. I would give the episode 9 and 10 an absolute 10, but overall, the series is zero. If you are watching with children, highly recommend not watching the first eight episodes because there are some major issues in them for children that would not be idyllic. Um, episode 9 has some romantical moments, but not extremely so. And episode 10, definitely could watch with the kids. Now, you might have to explain surrogacy, which some people might have a little bit of trouble explaining. But again, I think it's a good topic to discuss with your kids so that they know what's going on there. Because it does show up in, you know, society and how families are made. So there you go. And with that, on and out. Check it at the round table. Bye.